This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Tea and Tehillim. As always, I invite you to have a Tehillim in front of you, and of course, your midnight snack, Candy. Tonight's class should be a schuss for all the cholim. We should all have a refor shalema b'karov. Tonight we're going to be doing Tarek Lamed Gimel. Um, I'm trying to choose the prakim that are going to uplift us and give us the messages that we really need to hear now more than ever. So as a summary to Tarek Lamed Gimel, this Tarek has a theme that we see over and over again throughout Tehillim. And this theme is the theme of bitachon. And this is a topic that we all need now more than we ever did. Um, we're going through like a global tsara, which is so different than what we're used to. Um, this parak that we're going to be doing tonight addresses two hows of bitachon. Number one, how do we achieve bitachon? And number two, how does bitachon benefit us? Um, as we know, bitachon is not a one-time commandment. The Torah tells us, "Biadata hayom ki Hashem hu ha'elokim." You should know today, and you should You should return it to your heart. Um, bitachon is not the kind of thing that someone tells you once, and you know it for life, and you're done, like riding a bike. Bitachon has to be reminded and ingrained in yourself and your heart over and over and over, and that's David Amalek knew that. And that's why we see so much of it in Tehillim. So returning it to your heart is all about what you're telling yourself. And that's why this is the title of today's class. What are you, Pesach is coming, what are you telling yourself? We're going to explore this idea very, in a very practical, down-to-earth way after we finish going through the Pesukim, a very beautiful Pesukim in this parak. My intention tonight is to give us all much-needed inspiration and tools Simple, yet very effective tools to take with us into this yantif. Okay. Perak Lamed Gimel, Pasuk Aleph. Rananu tzadikim bahashem layisharim navatihila. So we have the tzadikim and we have the yisharim. So what's the difference? A tzadik, the Mepharshim say, are people who are, their actions are good, but inside their heart they're still having questions. They're not 100% Yashar in their heart about, you know, about Hashem and all those questions around that. But the Yasharim are outside, their actions are good, and also their hearts are lining up perfectly, like perfectly straight. Um, now look at the word Nava for a minute. So it says, the Rananu Tzadikim Hashem, the Tzadikim are rejoicing, singing joyfully to Hashem, and the Yasharim are Nava Tehila. What does that mean? Nava um, my fa- there are many different explanations of this word. My favorite one is that nava is like the word taiva. It's from the same root as the word taiva, desire. The straight ones, the upright ones, the yisharim, who their hearts are connected to their actions, are nava tehila. They desire to praise Hashem. They're overflowing with a feeling of wanting so badly to praise Hashem. When I think about this pasuk, I think about being on crossing over a bridge with my children in the back seat and seeing the beautiful expanse of water 
and how some, when it's a clear day, it just looks so magnificent. And I can't help but, but, but say, Marabu Hashem, and tell my kids, look, look what Hashem created. And I think we all have those moments in our lives where we're overwhelmed and we just, we, we're, we're pouring over in this Nava Tehillah. Hopefully we all have these moments. And in those moments, we, we're the Yesharim. Okay, Pasuk Beis, Hodu Lashem Bechinar Beneval Asar Zamrulo. Thank Hashem with the harp, sing to him with the navel and the asar, all different types of instruments. So the music, why music here? Music has the power to change our mood like nothing else. One second you can be sad, and the, next, and the minute someone turns on the music, you're, you burst into song and you're dancing with, with all of your heart. Like what just happened? So during davening, we're supposed to be full of hope and trust. We're supposed to feel uplifted and hopeful. Not, we're not supposed to be in a place of sadness or despair. So that's what these musical instruments are helping with. Pasuk Gimel. Shirulo shirchadash heitivu nagein v'shua. Sing him a new song. Play well with the sounds of deepest feelings. Shirchadash. What's a shirchadash? A new song. The Malbim says, there are two types of hashkacha. There are two types of Hashem, of ways that Hashem watches over the world. There's hashkacha tivius, a natural watching over the world, which is more of Hashem watching over the, the things that happen in nature over and over again. Hashem taking out the sun every morning to shine, making trees grow, all the things in nature that happen again and again. So for those things, we say, Every day we say it's fila for the luminaries, hameir la'aret. But then there's also hashkacha pratis, right? There's the individual watching that Hashem does. And for this, we need a shir chadash, a new song. Why? Because our life is constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. And based on whatever circumstances we're going through at this moment, that's how Hashem is going to help us, and it's going to be a different helping than it, it's going to, He's going to help us in a different way than He ever did. So we're going to need to sing a Shir Chadash, a new song. Unlike nature, the natural Hashkacha, where Hashem is kind enough to bring it to us every single day, and we make we have set tefillos for those things. A trua, it says, Heitivu Nagain Bistrua, play well with the sounds of deepest feeling. So a trua is defined here as deepest feeling when we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, we're blowing the shofar to express our deep emotion that we can't even put into words. It's such a deep level of emotion that it can't even be said in words. And this is what Hashem wants for, from us. Rahmana libabai. He wants our hearts in our davening, not just lip service. Pasuk Dalid. Ki yashar devar Hashem Upright is the word of Hashem and every deed is done with trust. So this is referring that Chomasehu Ba'amuna, all of his things that he does is done with loyal with trust, with loyalty. So this is referring to the fact that every single day we normally, okay, we're going through a very difficult time now, but it's referring to the loyalty of Hashem in making nature reliable and consistent on a daily basis so we can live calmly and without constant fear of what's going to happen next. So on a regular day, on a regular basis, we know what to expect, right? We know, even now, there's so much that we know what to expect. When the night comes, it's dark. When the morning comes, it's light. We know how to plan so that we can have food. 
We know the recipe that the plants need. We know what the weather's going to be. Um, so this, this, this parak here is coming to show you this is not to be taken for granted. This is a chesed from Hashem that he gives us this, this menuchas and nefesh to know how the world is going to work on a regular basis. Um, what the world, what the people, in the, what people in the world perceive as Mother Nature, is in fact Hashem being poseach dalso shari rakia. Every day, Hashem opens up the doors of Shemayim and allows the luminaries to shine on us and to give us what we need. Pasuk hey, ohev tzedaka umishpa chesed Hashem malaharetz. He loves charity and justice. The kindness of Hashem fills the earth. So sometimes Hashem needs to use his tzedaka his Rachmanus part of him. And sometimes he needs to use the Mida of Mishpat and be a strict judge and punish when it's necessary. But either way, Chesed Hashem, Malah Haaretz, both of them are kindness from Hashem. Pasuk Vav, Bidvar Hashem, Shemayim Nasu, Vuruach Piv, Kaltzvam. By the word of Hashem, the heavens were made. In Barishas, it says, Vayomer Elokim, Vayihir, right? The word of Hashem created the whole world. Alternatively, it could be talking about the Torah that is also the Devar of Hashem that sustains the world, which is why it's such a big deal that all of the, the schools and the yeshivos are closed and the children can't be learning Torah. And that's why, you know, that's what makes this even, even more of a tragedy. Pasuk Zion, Kones Kaneid Mehayam Nosein Ba'otaros Tahomos. He assembles like a mound the waters of the sea. He places the deep waters in vaults. Okay, so here's something that we don't really think much about. One of the things that surrounds us every single day that we don't really pay much attention to. What does Hashem do? He takes all the waters of the earth and he piles it on top of each other and he contains it in a vault so that we could all have dry land to live on. So in the beginning, right, before Hashem separated the water and the dry land, there was water all over the earth. It was everywhere. But then Hashem made a separation, and he took all the water, and he had to, there was so much of it, so he had to pile it. Konais kaneid. He had to pile it like a mound on top of each other and lock it up in a vault for Oteros to homos in order so that it shouldn't, because nature dictates that water spills over. It doesn't stay in one place. But think about for a minute the miracle of the water remaining in one place, remaining contained so that we could all walk around and do our business. Pasuk Ches. Yiru me Hashem kala aretz, mimenu yaguru kal yoshvei sevel. Fear Hashem, all of the earth. So as much as we said that kalmas, um, right? that Hashem is loyal and he makes everything happen in a predictable way. Um, at the same time, the forces of nature, really, the reality is they're beyond our control. So the fact that we can never be completely secure and complacent, that's what humbles us. That's what keeps the Yiru Me Hashem Kol Ha'aretz. That's what keeps the Yerat Hashem, the fear of heaven in all of us, which is exactly what's happening now. Um, this coronavirus is a prime example of this, that we were used to going about our daily life on a regular way and everything was the same. We had a daily schedule. And this is a prime example of what we're trying to describe here, that at the end of the day, Hashem is showing us in a very, very open way how vulnerable we are and how 
really the forces of nature are beyond our control. And these times should serve as a reminder to strengthen the Shivisi Hashem Menegdi Samet in all of us, that concept that Hashem is always before us, right in front of our face. Um, and it should strengthen it, even when, Numerus Hashem, everything will go back to normal, and Hashem ways, Hashem's ways will all be Maseyu Ba'amunah. Even then, we should take it with us, this message of Shivisi Hashem Menegdi Samet, that really everything is beyond our control, and we have to have Hashem in front of our eyes always. Pasuk test, ki hu amar vayhi, hu amod, for he spoke and it became, he commanded and it stood. Pasuk yud, Hashem he firat askayim, he nimach shavos amim. Hashem annuls the counsel of people. He balks the, desi- the designs of nations. So the word he fear means that Hashem annuls something that is already in existence. And the word he ni is, means that Hashem is foiling or preventing the plan to begin with. The message here is that no one could harm us accidentally. Nothing could come about. No person could pass away. No person could get sick. No person could be harmed by accident. If something is not meant to happen, Hashem will foil it either before or during, the, during while it's happening. Pasuk Yud Aleph. Atas Hashem li'olam tamor machshavot libol vadar. In contrast, Hashem's word stands forever. The counsel of Hashem stands forever in contrast to the, the plans of Gaim um, or any other bad things that could end up happening that, are, that is not Hashem's command. Praiseworthy are the people who God shows Praiseworthy are the people whose God is Hashem, the nation he chose for his own nachala, for his own estate. So, Ashi Agai Hashem Elokav. A guy, this is showing you that a guy who Hashem, if Hashem is Elokav, if Hashem is his God, if Hashem is with him, and he recognizes Hashem, then he also gets Hashkacha Pratis. But it's saying, Ha'am Bachar Lanachala Lo, but us, but the, but the Jews are the chosen nation of Hashem. And not only did we believe in him, but he chose us as well. And this is what we celebrate on Pesach. When Hashem takes us as his Amanivchar, he gives us the Torah. And this extra level of closeness is what makes us worthy of even greater levels of Hashkacha. So especially now with all the scary news that's coming in, we have to hold on to our Bitoch and remember, and we have to remember that this is the time of year that is infused with the Koach of being chosen and watched over. And that Hashem is with us more than ever in this Eistara. Pasuk Yid Gimel, Mishamayim Hibit Hashem Ra'a as called Adam. From heaven he looks down, seeing all of mankind. The word Hibit denotes a Hashkacha Tivius. That Hashem is looking from far, like he's looking at the big picture. The Hashkacha of the whole, of all of nature. Pasuk Yid Dalit, Mimachon Shivto Ishkiach al Kal Yoshve Ha'aretz. From his dwelling place he sees all the inhabitants of the earth. This, the word hishkiach denotes a hashkacha pratis, um, just like a mashkiach. You, you think of a mashkiach checking every lettuce leaf. So both on a macro and a micro level, we are watched and taken care of. Okay. Why did I leave? Okay, sorry. Hayotzer yachavibam havnevin al kamaseim pasuk tesvav. He who fashions their hearts all together. 
um, Libam. What's the chesed of Hashem here? We're middle talking about all the chesed and how Hashem takes care of us and He takes, makes nature be predictable and He gives us hashkacha pepper. So what's the chesed here that Hashem fashions our hearts all together? The Gemara says that a person who mints a coin from the same mold, he makes all the coins look the same. All the coins end up looking the same, inevitably. But with Hashem, even though He made us each from the mold of Adam, we are each completely different and unique. And it's such, that's the chesed, that, we, that we're each unique and special, and we could each offer our own special contribution to the world. Pasuk Tezayin, A king is not saved by a great army. You would think that a large army would defeat a small one, but in the end, if you look in Tanakh, it's really quite the opposite. We see that, date, that David um, won Goliath and that Hashem destroyed Sancheirah's men, 185,000 men in one night. Uh, the story, the Hanukkah story about the Maccabim, we see that really it's not about nature at all and it's all Midei Shemayim. Pasuk Yud Zayin, Shekhar Hasus L'shua of Rov Chelo We can't rely on the horse for salvation. So a horse, you know, a person would think that's his strength, that his horse. But really, a horse in a moment of, of fright can end up running over a person or could run into the enemy territory with him. Pasuk Yurchas, Hashem So the eye of Hashem is on those who fear him. Hashem watches over the people who are expecting goodness from him. Like we spoke about, I think, a class or two ago, that when we act like a receiver and we're open to receiving and we believe that Hashem is going to give us, then we become a kli to be mekaba or the bracha. To rescue them from death and sustain them in famine. Our soul longs for Hashem. He is our help and our shield. It doesn't say, if you look at the word chikta, wait, our soul waits for Hashem. It doesn't say that we're longing, we're hoping, we're yearning. It says wait. When you say the word wait, you think it denotes the type of situation where the person is coming. You know for a fact that he's coming. You're just waiting for him. And this indicates how sure we are of HaMelech Yaneinu V'yom Kareinu, that we're going to be answered. Pasuk Chaf Aleph. Ki vo yismach libeinu, ki v'shem kachov atachnu, for in him will our hearts be glad, for in his holy name we trust it. Bitachon here, we see um, we, one of the questions we asked in the beginning, what are the benefits of Bitachon? This is one major one, Kivo Yitzmach Libenu. It's the recipe for our happiness. No momentary pleasure in the whole world could compete with that deep contentment that we get when we're connected to Hashem. May your kindness, Hashem, be upon us just as we awaited you. And the Tuzasavit says here, very much like we've been saying in previous classes and today, the Tuzasavit says, Kifi ha-tikva chesed. According to how much hope we have, that will determine the amount of kindness that will be bestowed upon us. So according to how much faith we put in Hashem is how much bracha we could hope to, we could expect, we can wait for. So to go back to this, to the questions that we started off with in the beginning of this class, we said, number one, we said, how can we strengthen our bitachon? And number two, how does bitachon benefit us? So to answer number one, how we strengthen our bitachon, we're seeing here um, a lesson from David HaMelech that he's telling us, look at nature, look at the world, look at the events that go on. When you 
see and when you notice and when you're mindful of all of the occurrences that are happening, all the intricate, complex parts of nature, there's no way, there's no way that there's not a creator. Where there's creation, there is a creator. There has to be a loving God behind all of these kindnesses. Um, so that's, what, that's the message of Rabbi Amalek here. Look at creation. Look at your life. Look at how a war could have so few people winning over so many people. Look at how things don't go according to nature, quote, unquote, but how they're all being controlled. Um, aside from the waters being piled up, just even think about blinking your eye. Every time you blink your eye, uh, the liquid in your eye is like a medicine. It's like a medicinal ointment that covers your eye to, to make it that you should be able to see and be comfortable and that your eyelids shouldn't be stuck together because they're so dry. Um, the, a person who's paying attention can go on and on and on. So strengthening bitachon, and we're going to make that very practical in a moment, but um, in the big picture, it's about noticing, paying attention to things, because when we do that, there's no denying that there is a boreolum. Okay, how it ben- who is watching over us at all times? How does it benefit us? So we said bitachon, there's two ways. The bitachon itself is beneficial, and the results of having bitachon. So the bitachon itself is beneficial because it brings incomparable simcha. Like we said, kibo yismach libenu. And the result of the bitachon is that it makes us worthy of hashkacha pratis. It makes us vessels to accept the blessings of Hashem so, and all the hashkacha pratis that comes with it. So let's get practical. How can we tap into a higher levels of bitachon, how can we tap into higher levels of happiness to carry us specifically now through this upcoming yantif where many of us are going to be in challenging situations. So the word Pesach we know is from the two words Pesach, the mouth that speaks. And not all of us are going to have many people to speak to at the Seder this year. But there's a lot that we can, even if we're not, Right? There's a lot that we can use our mouths for uh, to help us, to help up our simchas yanta this year, no matter what situation you find yourself in. So here are two simple helpful ideas that relate to Pesach, that relate to speech. Number one, let's all tell Hashem this year. Hashem, we're not just talking about the miracle of Ezekiel's triumph. We're talking also in this very dark time about all the little gifts, all the little hugs and kisses that you send us along the way. We're saying, Hashem, we know you are You're, even though we're in a dark room, you're peeking through the blinds, it says in Shira Shira. You're, you're, you're watching us through the cracks in the blinds. So we spoke about writing an evidence list of all the ways that Hashem takes care of you, all the things in your life that are going well, and now I'm challenging you to pick up on even the tiniest things that go right as you do your Pesach preparation and on Pesach itself. Notice the, even the tiniest, littlest things and talk about them. Lahagid baboker chasecha. In the boker, in the morning, when things are going smoothly and well, lahagid chasecha. Talk about the chesed when things are going well. So even like, even tiny things. Did your counter cover 
it perfectly when you were putting it over your counter? Did you go to the grocery and have no line in front of you, even though it was right before Pesach? Did your kids play nicely so that you could turn over your kitchen? Like, what are the tiny little things that happen? And now we don't necessarily have time to write everything down, but even just say something about it. When you say something about it, it's such a powerful thing for people around you and for yourself. Talk about it. Um, Talk to Hashem. Say thank you to him. Talk to other people. Tell yourself, look what just happened. I'm so lucky. Um, Tell your kids. This is a great way to arm your children for life, telling them about every little thing that goes well for you and how grateful to you, are, you are to Hashem for it is the best way to arm them for life's challenges because you will hear them saying that in their own life as well. Okay, so that's number one. Talk about the tiniest, littlest things. Because when you talk about those little chasadim, those little hugs and kisses, you end up seeing more and more and more. According to how much faith we're putting into him. And if we're constantly thinking about all the kindness that we're getting, we're going to just get, get more and more and more. Number two, um, the second thing is that the words that we're using, I find myself using the word nightmare a lot lately, depressing, insane, um, all kinds of words to describe the situation are being heard everywhere. And of course, this is so understandable. And we, we say it to validate the, the confusion and the pain that we're going through. But we have to understand that the words that we say are not nothing. They shape our thoughts, which affects our reality. So we want to train ourselves to speak in a more positive, more gentle way. So for example, if you're saying, I'm alone for Pesach, I'm alone, those words are very sad, very heavy. Um, How about saying, I'm temporarily on my own? Something a little more gentle, something not as severe. Because when you say gentler words and you say more positive words, then that's your brain is so powerful that that's the reality it will create for you. When you say, when someone says, this is so depressing, change it around. What can you change that to? This is difficult. Even, even this is challenging is better than this is so depressing. Um, if you're on a really high level, this is an opportunity for me to rise above a challenging situation, you could say. Um, instead of saying the kids are making me crazy, you could say the kids are being kids. You could say they're keeping life exciting. Um, be mindful of the words that you say. I recently asked someone if she's going to be alone for this day there this year, and she said, um, I'm going to be alone. She said, she's going to be alone. I said, and how does that make you feel? And she said, it will be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to connect with my creator. Um, now, this is a very special person to say something like this, but you can be sure that she is going to have a really meaningful, nice yantis. Okay, if we make a point of mentioning all, kind, all of the kind gestures that we encounter from above, and we encounter so many every day, um, and we use more positive words, gentler words, we will see a big shift in our level of trust and happiness over this coming Yantif, and I know that you all can do it.